Good afternoon. Welcome to Impact Radio with your hosts, Mark and Veronica Lugo, here on your station, KDRY AM 1100. Hey guys, it's great to be back with you on Impact Radio. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for supporting the radio program every single week. We are thankful for KDRY and all that they do for our ministry and just opening the doors through the airwaves that we are able to get the gospel out and share with you the different different nonprofits, whether it be a church or a uh, parachurch ministry, and even uh, just other people uh, that that impact our society, like judges, uh, you know, politicians, uh, you know, just a lot of different areas, uh, teachers that 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 impact. You know, the seven mountains of our society, if you're familiar with the Lance Walno, um, you know, uh, just teaching, you know, he teaches on the seven mountains. And that's what I'm referencing right now. The, the seven mountains of society that impact, you know, a society, a culture. And so, uh, you know, we've had several guests on, on the show. And today we have Pastor Jacob Payne. And I, we recently got connected probably about, about probably about six months ago now. Yeah, about six you months. Know, and we have uh, just really connected, and it's just it's been amazing because um, you know God has synchronized us in the spirit. Yeah, you know it's really it's 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 interesting because I'll, I'll call him about something, and it just it just it just we're in sync, and we're in different places, and the Lord's speaking us to us about the same things, the or same we thing. get the same word, or just uh, and also there's there's fresh stuff there that you know He'll encourage me, and 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 vice versa, you know, so. Yeah. So uh, you know, welcome to Impact Radio, Pastor Jacob. Thank you, Pastor Mark. Yeah, so we are uh, we are excited to have you, and uh, you know, we want to share with with everybody. Want to encourage the body of Christ. You know, the, those that are listening today, and uh, you know, everybody has a testimony. Everybody has a journey, and as I, I tell my wife, you know, we, we we talk about you know just different things going on in our lives. We talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's what we you know. That's what that's life's journey right there. So, um, and there's, there's sometimes there's things we don't want to talk about. We're not ready to talk about. And there's some things that, you know, that just, and even though they might bless somebody and that's, that's the thing about it. The good, the bad, and the ugly will always, in my opinion, will encourage somebody. Right. You know, but when the bad and the ugly is happening, we don't like it. Of course, we're ready to share the good, uh, even on social media. I mean, we see nothing but great pictures. Right, we don't know right. that it took a hundred shots to get that one good picture. You know, right. you know, you didn't hear the argument before that picture. You know, you didn't, you didn't, uh, uh, you know, what we see is all the the nice, the bells and whistles and the diamonds. You know, it's everything's shiny, everything's clean, but we don't see the bad and the ugly. But it is, in my opinion, in the bad and the ugly that God develops us, uh, develops our character develops uh, what he wants us to to grasp what he wants us to 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 have in our lives to pour out into other people so as well as the good i'm emphasizing on the bad and the ugly because you know sometimes it seems like there's more of that sometimes but you know sometimes it's because we can focus on that but uh, because those those times where god is building us and growing us sometimes they hurt and uh, sometimes we can, you know, more focus on more the the hurt than the the victory and the 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 benefits. We were talking about that earlier. The benefits and the 
the greatness of God and what he's doing in, in our families and it's powerful. Yes. So so we're going to get to the get to that hopefully uh you know today on this show is uh, the good and bad the ugly. Maybe we just have time for the good, you know. We'll see how much time the Lord, you know, we, we have with this this program. Excuse me guys and I'll say this uh I'm going to forewarn y'all. I have a little bit of allergies. So uh, please forgive me in advance, and I'll do my best to not to sniffle on the radio. And uh, y'all pray for me that I don't sneeze while we're, we're recording, okay? In <laughs> Jesus' name. But uh, Pastor Jacob, so tell us, um, when did you come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Well, first of all, thank you, Pastor Mark, for having me on this uh, broadcast today. Uh, it is such a joy to share and minister uh, God's word and the testimony that we have to give and uh, each and every single one of us has a testimony that's right and pastor mark said that the good the bad and the ugly well through all of that is a testimony and that's what we all have to share we all have in our lives and uh, I thank God, I know God's hand has been on my life uh, since a very young age. And uh, of course, I've been through so much in my life. But like Pastor Mark said, I count it all joy and I remember his goodness all the way through my life. And even uh, knowing what he has done as of yesterday. Uh, God is always doing something so good and so wonderful. And it started off at the age of 10 uh, for me. And actually that the Lord started working on my life and really working on my heart. And at the age of 10, uh, my grandmother, a little Methodist sweet Christian grandmother, <laughs> brought me to the Lord and uh and she was just uh she is just an amazing lady who loves the lord with all of her heart and uh she sat me down one day and we were in her living room and sat me down on the couch and a chair there and she said uh jacob there's something very important that i want to tell you this is the most important decision that you'll ever make in your life and I said, what is it, Grandma? And she said, Jacob, it is to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your Savior. Well, that just touched me. I, I, I didn't have words to say how the Lord really, really moved upon me. And as she began to say, Jacob, it is important for you to receive this decision and not only are you going to receive this decision, but you are going to be a minister for the Lord and you are going to go to the nations. And when she said that, I mean, my eyes got big around <laughs> and I was like, what? I mean, how can I go to the nations? I'm like, how can I even think of this or even how to develop this or, or, or anything? And I was just a shy, timid young boy. I was very shy. I mean, very quiet, very timid. And, and, and so it was hard 
uh, for me to even speak in front of people there. I was like, no way <laughs> can God call me. I'm like, I am so shy and so timid. And uh, But she was like, this is the most important decision. And she, she just kept on ministering to me about the love of Jesus, the love of Christ. And that just started touching my heart in such a deep way. And, and actually, she didn't uh, do the Lord's Prayer with me right then and there. Um, I actually went back home, but that stayed on my heart. I mean, so heavenly, so strong. It, yeah. it was very strong that it stayed on my heart. I mean, for, and it was for two or three months. And then one day, I was, at, I was home alone. And I was there, and I was only 10, and my mom was gone, and family was gone, and I was flipping through the TV channels. And then all of a sudden, I landed, and Kenneth Copeland was preaching. All right. And he was preaching on the love of Christ. And there it was again, just exactly how my grandmother shared it to me. It was the same thing like he was saying. I was like, wow. How did he know this? Like, I was so amazed by what he was sharing, by what he was speaking on the love of Christ. And it, it, it flooded my, my soul. It flooded my spirit. And he looked at the TV and he pointed at the TV and it was like he was pointing to me. And he said, you that is watching TV, you need to receive the Lord Jesus Christ inside of your heart. Uh-huh. And that just, again, touched me. Now, I started hearing on the, the love of Jesus and sharing on the, the witness of Jesus. And, and by that, it really moved me. And I started hearing that. And then all of a sudden, he was over. And the next was Billy Graham. Uh-huh. Billy Graham came on there. The patriarch. And he started sharing on the love of Jesus. Exact same thing. And it was so astounding to me how this all just flowed all together. And before I knew it, I just started weeping in tears. I mean, tears just started falling from my face. And they both said, at the end of this night, go to your bed. Those that are watching, kneel down at your bedside and ask the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart, into your life. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I did. I went to my bed that night and I asked Jesus Christ to be the Lord of my life. And that night started everything for me. It, it, it embraced everything to my life, to salvation, to, uh, uh, to how to receive the, the love of Christ. It, it was extraordinary on what the Lord had did to me in my heart. And, and that's, that's I love to emphasize that about the, your, your age, you know, 10 years old. I came to know the Lord at the age of seven. And uh, I, I believe, I strongly believe that children, when the gospel is presented to their age appropriate level and they're able to comprehend the message, then they're able to receive Christ. And there's really no age limit besides the age of accountability. Mm-hmm. And as you know, from one child to the next, they mature at different uh, paces. You know, they're different. Um, they have different, uh, you know, developments, especially a child. And there's variables to that. You know, so a, a three-year-old being raised, you know, in a house with a whole bunch of teenagers 
matures a lot faster in in his mind because he's he's listening and they soak their the kids soak in a lot you know so they pick up on the you know on on a lot of the terminology and they begin to understand a lot but when you present the gospel at an age appropriate level to children there the 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 anointing the power of god can enter into their their minds and to uh, con- convince them, if you will, right? If we can use that word, they're convinced that that He is their Savior, right? And that the conviction of the Holy Spirit, you know, they know from right or wrong, the age of accountability, knowing the right from wrong, and they say, "Look, this is right, this is wrong, and this is good, this is bad." Okay, I need to make a decision here, and then they're able to make a, de- a, a solid decision on their own to receive Christ. And their lives are changed forever. Yes. And how much better it is to receive Christ as a child. Yes. And to live the whole life of heartache without Christ and come to 40, 30, 40, 60, or even people in their deathbed yes. receiving Christ. Not having the opportunity to have lived the life uh, fully that maybe God intended them to have. Well, of course, he has intends us to have life and life more abundantly, but... The, the life that the journey that he had set aside for them in Christ right yes, so yes. so uh, it's it's important that the gospel be presented and, and let the Holy Spirit decide you know let you know you give them an opportunity and uh, the Holy Spirit will get a hold of you whatever age that's right you know and even at that age I was experiencing I went through some abuse in my life. And uh, at that age, I was going through some different abuses, physical and emotionally uh, type of abuse. And when I heard on the love of Christ, uh-huh. that just, it, it, it mended all those broken, that broken heart that I had, that the love of Christ. And that's what really, really brought me to, number one, to following and knowing how much the Lord really cares for us, how much he really moves in us. And that was the right moment, the right time that I needed for God to rearrange. Yeah. And there were some other things that went on. But during that time, I saw the goodness of the Lord during mm-hmm. that time. Yeah, yeah. And, and I so desperately needed it. And and I was out there and I was alone and going through a terrible time. And but I saw so much of the goodness of God, and 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 sitting there in that room and even the presence. I can remember the presence of God mm-hmm. surrounding me in that room, and I just soaked in my own tears uh, because the Lord just grabbed my heart so wonderfully. And and it was remarkable. And I just remembered just days after that, there was a minister that knocked on my door. Mm-hmm. And he welcomed me to come to his church. And, and he was about this minister. And I said, you know what? I'm, I'm open right now. I'm so open because of the love of Christ. I'm going to go. And I went to that, to the church and it, it was a, a wonderful church. And, and, of course, they sung the old hymns of Christ, the old rugged cross and <laughs> amazing grace and all those songs that, you know, we are particularly familiar with. But I knew that there was something still missing. There was something so missing, and I couldn't explain it. And, and I knew 
what it was. And at the time, I didn't know what it was. But I knew that there was something more. There okay. was something more to this Christian life. Something more to this walk. And as I went on a little bit farther in life, at the age of 13, my best friend, and I, I kept going to these different Baptist churches, and, and uh, there was a couple of them I attended, and, and, and they were wonderful churches, but I was still missing it. And, and there was something missing inside of me. And, but yet, my best friend came up to me during that time, and we went to school together and came up to me and said, you know what, we're having a youth, youth rally. And at our church, would you like to come? I said, oh, that would be just awesome. Yeah. I said, I would love. And I, I wasn't really involved with the youth. I didn't have anything going on. And uh, so I went. And uh, all of a sudden uh, that I was there, I just felt this the same presence that I had when I received Jesus. That same presence came over me again that night. And I still couldn't explain it. But the presence of God so touched me. And the pastor walked through the door and came right up to me and gave me like a big, huge hug. I did not know who he was. And he just said, you know what? I just felt that I needed to give you a hug. Uh-huh. And again, that just, wow. I was like, wow, I am amazed with this. Right. And, and, and so he said, you know, there's something about you. And he started to tell me again in words of knowledge and prophecy what my life was going to be. Here I was, my grandmother, my sweet Methodist grandmother. Now this preacher was telling me, you're going to preach the gospel and you're going to go to the nations. Like, what? Like, how does this guy know? I'm like, he just walked in the door. Does like, he know my grandmother? I'm like, who? I was like, wow. I mean, this guy, here he is. And, and so I was so amazed by this. But yet God ordained my steps. That's right. And so it's so wonderful when God is watching over your life. You know, I love the scripture in Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans that I have for you towards, says the Lord. They are of good and not of evil to give you a hope and an expected end. Jeremiah 29 and 11. That's right. And one of my favorite, favorite scriptures that I stood on, and but there was more. And when they did the youth rally and at the end they did an altar call and I went to the altar call and, and he started speaking on uh, uh, the love of Christ mm -hmm. and, and repenting of sin. And I said, oh, there's something else that I need to is, is repentance. That the Lord draws us to repentance. He draws us to, to know that, you know what, it, it's, you have these things going on in your life, but you can make it right. That's right. You can get it right. And, and it doesn't matter what you have committed. It doesn't matter what you have done. That the Lord's drawing, it is okay. And he loves you. Yeah. And he wants to make it right. And for you to make it right towards him. And so, and that is when they invited me to go to youth camp. And youth camp is what really, really changed my life. It mm -hmm. was there at the Birchfield Ministries. Uh, Discovery Camp is what they call it, and the name of it, and it was just an amazing ministry, 
and and they were preaching in the uh, the Holy Spirit. That's what it was. It was the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit what was missing in my life. I knew of the Holy Spirit, but I did not have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And once I had that relationship with the Holy Spirit, that night, actually, it was the founder's wife who was preaching, Miss Rachel Birchfield, and she came on the stage there, and she pointed right at me, and she said, you, this is the night that you are going to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Uh-huh. I didn't even know really about the the Holy Spirit, you know, too much, and the speaking in tongues too much, and but all of a sudden, that presence came upon me again. Yeah, yeah. It was so powerful. It was so mighty. And before I knew it, my tongue was going off like fire. <laughs> and, and it was amazing. And the, the tears that just flooded from my being and my, my soul, everything was just lifted off of me. And I just felt like a fire just come upon me. And, and that fire has not left my life. It has embraced me and who I am. And, and, and so this is what, you know, we need, the encounter of the fire of the Lord. Now, now you mentioned uh, a few things, but the, the fire of God. So for somebody that's new to it, uh, let's, you know, can you explain and walk through what is the fire of God? You know, the fire of God is, is, of course, another symbolism of the fire of the Lord is the presence of the Lord. But when you, when you start to, uh, just like preaching, that you get up there to preach, you know, all of a sudden there's this anointing that comes upon you. And, and before you know it, 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 it consumes you. It consumes who you are. It becomes, it consumes, in fact, when I was so shy, I was talking about my uh, testimony of kind of being shy. When that happened to me, I mean, I wasn't even like shy no more. <laughs> I mean, like my whole being, my whole countenance yeah. just changed okay. just like that. I mean, just overnight, how I was impacted by the presence. And before I knew it, and when I shared with people, I had this like passion within me. It was this fire that was within me that 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 just took control of me and when i even ministered and when i i got up to first time to preach uh actually it was the second time that i preached it, it was a just a strong fire that came upon me and 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 that i was preaching to people i was just preaching and preaching and remind remember i was so shy yeah yeah you know i was so shy but something happens when you're open to God and you allow God to come in in such a wonderful and mighty way. That's right. Yeah, when you give him an opportunity, he does amazing things in your life that we would have never thought or imagined, you know. And so the uh, so you so now you're preaching, you know, so you got saved at the age of 10 and uh, your grandma said you're going to the nations and, you know, and you're going to be a minister and you have this encounter here with the youth rally and the pastor's like man he spoke to my grandmother you know you know i'm going to the nation so this is god reaffirming that you have a calling on your life to ministry so you know when did you say yes to this calling because there's always a yes experience when god uh you know when we say yes to god 
you know, we say yes to him to receive him into our lives as one, to our hearts. But then those that are called have a different encounter with a yes. What yes. did your yes happen? That was actually that night uh, was when I received the call. Which I, night was that? That was, oh, it was a youth night. Uh-huh. Uh, it was in during the summer when I was 14 years old. Okay. Um, 34 now. <laughs> so actually that was 30 years ago. Uh, probably 20 years ago. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> 20 years ago. I was about to interject goodness, here. Uh, that I uh, received that call, and uh, but I knew it within me. Yeah. I knew it within me. Now, I didn't know how it was going to happen. Right, right. I did not know that, but I knew that I was called to preach. That was it. You know, that that's what embraced my life. And uh, the call, you know, and, and we all have a specific call. We all have a specific gift in this life, each and every single one of us. And we have to answer. There's going to be a time and a place where we are going to answer that call. God calls us and he calls us as his children. He calls us of, of who we are. And, and it's so wonderful to be called of God. And if you are listening today, know that there is a call upon your life. Know that there is a divine purpose for your life. That's right. And, and uh, you know, salvation, receiving Christ. Uh, maybe some that have gone off track. And it says, you know what? I need to re recommit. And it's kind of like that New Year's resolution. You know, you start off the the end of the year and the beginning <laughs> of the year is like, yes, I'm gonna do this. And and then here comes week three, <laughs> and here comes February, yes. and then it's like, wait, what happened? What did I last do? And it starts fading out. And uh, maybe that's been some relationship with some people that are listening today that you know just they just need to get reconnected and uh, just kind of refocused and say, you know what? God is first in my life. He's first in my marriage. He's first uh, in my family. And, and he's first in my work. You know, things like that they need to reconnect. And maybe there's some that are listening today that, you know, this is the first time they're, they're, they're having that kind of experience like you had, you know, hearing the love of Christ. And, and uh, they're having that moment right now, you know, listening today. And uh, on this Sunday, this Sunday afternoon, evening, and would you just kind of walk somebody through salvation's prayer? And, uh, you know, we have about a minute and a half left. Would you just kind of walk them through that and just just uh, extend yes. that invitation out? Yes. Know that the Lord just loves you. He loves you with just a unconditional love. And it's that love that will pull you through. You know, it's easy as A, B, C. That's what I was taught admit that you're a sinner believe on the lord jesus christ and confess with your mouth confess that jesus christ is your lord yes as easy as that and so today first we come to the lord and so father we thank you that lord that you'll lead us that we admit that we are a sinner and that today that we will believe on you lord jesus christ and we confess that you are our Lord and our Savior today. 
Amen. Thank you. And that's that's just so powerful. If you just prayed that prayer, just call and let us know. Uh, tell somebody. You know the the you know you've made just like his grandmother told him at the age of ten. You know that you're making the the greatest decision of your life. You know, well, tell somebody about your decision today, uh, guys. This is all the time we've have left for today. Uh, until next time, we will see you here, there, or in the air. We want to thank you for tuning in to Impact Radio, a program in partnership with Mark Lugo Ministries, a ministry that's focused on raising strong families. Follow us on Facebook at Mark Lugo Ministries, on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mark Lugo Min, or visit us online at www.marklugoministries.org to learn about upcoming events and how to be a financial partner. Our text to give code is 210-987-9333. Until next week, let's continue to build strong families, communities, and cities through Jesus Christ.